to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about Lifetime movies. I'm Bridget. I'm Anne. And this week, it's the last week of Christmas in July, and we watched The Spirit of Christmas. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I had forgotten, like, how very silly it is. I mean... This movie goes off the rails pretty like almost instantly. pretty quickly and just continues to keep going off of them. Oh yeah. There are no rails. Oh, it's, I just want to interject really quick. I wrote yeah. a really big note at the top of my notes that I wanted to clarify something from a few episodes ago that once I watched, I think you should leave and then understood that Patty Harrison is not Olivia Munn. <laughs> I just want everyone to know oh, yeah. that, that that did not go um, on and we don't think that that's Olivia Munn. Yeah, I was just confused about celebrities, guys. Don't worry about it. Um, they do kind of look like they could be cousins or something. They do. They do. All right. Well, basically the gist of this movie is a old haunted inn is left to the trust of this rich old person who died. And the lawyer who is the executor of the trust has to go and get it appraised. So they can sell it. But then meets the ghost that sexy ghost that haunts the inn. (laughs) But he only haunts it for 12 days a year, right? Yes, he's only corporeal for 12 days a year. But I mean, like, is he just like a regular ghost the other days? Like, that is never made clear. I was like, how is the first question not, what's it like when you're not a person? I have a Tell lot me of everything. I have a lot of questions about this movie that weren't addressed at all. Um, well, were you at least excited to see the woman who plays Kate? Who is she? Anne, uh, I'm shocked that you don't recognize Aubrey from your favorite film, Evil Doctor. She's a pregnant lady. Really? Evil Doctor? Yeah. Oh, my God. It is her. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Do you know, she was really giving me, um, like, crazy ex-girlfriend vibe in this in this film. Whatever that girl's like name the TV, is. Oh, the literal woman who yeah. created and started. I forget her okay. name. I, forget I thought you name. just meant the general concept. And no, like, I didn't get that at all. No, no, <laughs> she looked. She looked like her a lot to me. I just kept thinking she has Disney princess eyes. She's got the biggest. They're giant eyeballs. They're like squid eyeballs. They're. <laughs> I thought it was a nice thing, but apparently she's very, she's very pretty. She's very pretty. (laughs) Okay. She does have monstrously big eyeballs. I did tell Anne that I took a deep dive into research. Now, do you want to hear about it now or later? Because it, it isn't really about the movie. It's about this actress, Jen Lilly. Let's do it now. Okay. So I started thinking about how pretty she was and like what her whole deal was. (laughs) As you do. Yeah, sure. So I look her up and she's been on um, like many, many episodes of Days of Our Lives, like almost 500. And she's in a ton of these movies. Well, then I see a link to her website. And I learn 
First of all, she has a reel on her website that did make me laugh because it's called a comedy reel. And then it has like four things that are not funny. <laughs> like one of them is the scene from the guy breaking up with her in this movie. Oh, okay. um, but then and then I discover she's not just an actress. She's also a singer. <gasps> oh, wow. She's a singer-songwriter. Uh, she sings what is classified as R&B and soul, and that made me very nervous. <laughs> so I'm going to play a little clip from one of her albums entitled, hmm, I don't know what the album's called. What is it called? Hindsight. Jen Lilly, released in 2020. She looks pretty as a blonde. She looks great. You would. I'm going to show you another picture of her in a minute. But here, let's listen to the song. Sounds a lot to me like um, I think you've told you about Mozella who went to my high school and she released an album with Brian something who was like a Motown songwriter. Uh-huh. Brian Holland. It sounds a lot like that. But I was like, what? She's got a whole thing. And she started her own charity called Anne Camp Christmas, Christmas in July. Oh my god! And they have all this cute merch. It is cute, isn't it? Oh my gosh! It's like kind of vintagey, like sweatshirts and tees. Yes, there is one that specifically says, "I believe that Hallmark movie a- kind of day." <laughs> you know, I that's nineteen dollars for tank top. I find is completely reasonable i know the sweatshirts are like 35 dollars. i feel like when you buy a sweatshirt that has some kind of logo on it oh they're 49 but still it's cute it's really cute cute. so i just wanted to say jen lily you're doing a great job yeah so what's the what's the camp like oh even more wonderful let me read you a little snippet from her website about okay when Jen Lilly is not busy in front of a camera or perfecting her vocals in studio she can be found hosting her podcast fostering hope with Jen Lilly to demystify the foster care system and encourage loving people to get involved in the cause in addition to donating a hundred percent of her music profits to create a neighborhood model of safe, loving foster homes, she co-founded Christmas is not canceled Inc. A marketing company that raises awareness and funds for amazing causes and nonprofits while giving participants the chance to win huge prizes. Well, and I'm just like, for so you. proud of her. And Lily. I'm a girl. So I just wanted to say we give these lifetime actors a lot of shit, but like, some of them are doing like good doing people. Good yeah. Wow. Good for her. That's right. great. Well, that's great. <laughs> wow. Thanks for, thanks for teaching me that. That's very You're sweet. Welcome. Good for her. Good for her. All right. Well, let's dive into this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we open with a weary traveler coming 
coming home or coming back upon the inn. And he's gazing at the chick on the porch with another man. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And then he gets hit in the head from behind, falls to the ground, and dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so quickly. Just... He just sink and he just sinks into the snow. It was kind of funny. Yeah, he just went slowly lower down. <laughs> That's how you knew he was dead. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what happens. So we cut to modern day and we meet Kate. And Kate is out with Larry. <laughs> and Larry takes her hand and he's like, Kate, the moment I met you, I knew that you would make someone very happy one day or something. Mm. And she's like, oh, shit. Because she thinks he's going to propose. But he's like, oh, but it's not me and it never will be. Bye. Bye. You're really super <laughs> sweet, though. <laughs> and she was insanely relieved. Yes. And was like, oh, great, Larry. Because you know what? I actually don't like you that much. And <laughs> like, you're kind of a drag. And I also am going to finish the rest of your meal. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to eat that creme brulee? Okay. I will eat it for you. It was She's- such a strange yeah. Interaction. It was weird. It was weird. We find out that she's like a hardworking attorney in the city in Boston. And um, the rich old lady, there's a rich old lady who's died. And basically the only asset she has is this giant haunted inn. It's famously haunted. <laughs> and she's in charge of the will. And she has to go get it appraised. So it sells. She pulls up, this guy just bolts out of the house, looks at her like he's he, he sees her there, doesn't acknowledge what's going on at he's all. He's too scared. I know, but don't, wouldn't you, be, like, if you were that scared, wouldn't you be like, don't fucking go in there. There is something really fucked up going on. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. just be like, oh, that's the lady I'm supposed to meet. Peace. <laughs> Let me just, like, bust out of here like a cartoon character. She is not alarmed by this at all and goes into the house, just walks in, starts walking around, immediately picks up a picture of our murder victim from the beginning. And um, she meets Rafferty. Is that yeah. the guy's name? Mm-hmm. Rafferty. Um, and he's like the caretaker of the inn, I guess. And he's like, well, we're closed because we just always are for the 12 days before Christmas. It's and she's tradition. like, but why? And he's like, it's tradition. As though that's, <laughs> traditions usually have a, a purpose behind them. <laughs> right. It's just tradition. That's just what we do. It's so shady. I, You know, and I thought too, he was going to come up in the end as being like, the grandson of Daniel or something like why wasn't yes (laughs) why wasn't he it would make no sense it would make perfect sense to have him be in the family somehow like I don't understand why they it was so obvious that I was like they they're not doing that I don't understand why it's so strange it was it was so so strange um, he's telling her that she, sh- she shouldn't stay there for the night. Um, yeah. And she's like, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait here until I can get a new appraiser to come in here. 
And he's like, all right, well, I'm leaving because it's tradition. And I just, you know, I'm not staying here and I'm leaving on the fucking 12th. No, the 13th, 13th, mm-hmm. leaving on the 13th and you'll be alone. <laughs> She's like, okay, dude, bye. It's fine. Yeah. She was like, you can stay here if it'll make you feel better. You fucking weirdo. Then at night, she enters in the 16-digit alarm code. <sighs> how how did she remember it? This is your first time there. You're not even looking at a piece of paper. Or a yeah, I would or have it on my phone or something right next to my face for the first 10 times I put that thing in. And she was like on the phone while she was doing it too. Yeah. That's, uh, it was just a little, I was like, no, <laughs> no, you're not going to remember that. Um, she goes to bed and then we see somebody turn off the alarm. There's footsteps walking around. Dun, dun, dun. Door flies open. <laughs> she goes out to investigate with like a butter knife. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a nail file. Oh, maybe it was. It was, it was yeah, it was something. Not she does have her phone ready to call 911 too. <laughs> and then the guy from earlier is like, you're trespassing. <laughs> he just pops out of nowhere. She runs into a bookshelf. A vase falls on her head, knocks her out. Now, I thought also from this point on, we were going to discover most of this was a dream. Oh my God. And because I never thought of that. Well, you're right. It should have been because everything that happens from here on out is insane and would only happen in a dream. None of this makes sense. From this point on, this movie is just like, okay, we're going to we're going to take everything that we generally believe to be true about (laughs) ghosts and the afterlife and just really fuck around with those rules and throw them out the window. I mean, what if, what if a ghost comes back only for 12 days, but they're like a human, they're not Mm -hmm. a ghost. And then what if they want to come back and like iron their shirt as he does in this movie (laughs) later on? You think I'm coming back and doing fucking household chores? I don't even do them now when I'm alive. I'm yeah. not coming back and fucking swiffering the floor. That's ridiculous. You're a ghost. Your shirt. Yeah. And you only have 12 <sighs> days. This is what you want to spend your time doing. I mean, he's got a real shitty attitude. I mean, yeah. So she wakes up on the couch somewhere. I don't know. She just wakes up. Yeah. Finds him in a room. They like get into this fight. He's just like a person. He's not even a goat. Like, and she is. Does she know? Yeah, he. she knows he's a ghost at this point. It's pretty. I don't think she does. Oh, no, because she, she calls the cops twice. Yeah, she calls the cops twice. And every time the sheriff's like, I've looked everywhere. There's no one here. Are you sure your head's OK after that uh, bonk you got on your head? I love when Uh, he came over the first time, the sheriff, and he's like, all right, well, let me go look around. And then he runs up the stairs and runs back down and it's like, (laughs) nope, it's all clear. It's a huge mansion. What do you mean? It takes like an hour. (laughs) 
<laughs> he literally just went up the stairs, went like this, and was like, yeah, nobody's up here. We're all good. That's police work. We are all good. Um, so <clears throat> she at this point is not getting any help from the police. Nope. She's pretty certain there's either a man in the house with her mm-hmm. or there's a fucking ghost. Either, either situation. Way, yeah. You should be a lot more concerned about what's going on. Like she's not really. She's just so annoyed. Off. She's just like, Jesus fucking ghost again. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the house appraised, David. No, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I'm having a full-out conversation with a fucking ghost, I'm not going to be, like, snippy about shit. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yes. You would like, start asking those more in-depth questions, I feel like. You I just mean, skip to those when it's a ghost. It's it's just ridiculous. Oh, they also had a great, uh, how's your head opportunity here? <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't take. I understand because it is a a uh, Hallmark movie, but again, I always, it's a Lifetime movie. Lifetime. Sorry, in my head, I always. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta no place. So um, we find out he is a ghost. Mm-hmm. She finds out he's a ghost. Yeah, he he's and Rafferty all- tell her, and she's just like, "Well, I don't believe in curses and ghosts." So, what else you got? <laughs> But he's like, again, a person, nothing ghostly about him. He's just a dude roaming around the house who can like turn the alarm code off and like right. <laughs> eat stuff. He eats stuff all the time. What are you doing? Yeah. You're a, a ghost, but you're not a ghost. I don't find. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> So to prove it to her, he grabs her hand and takes her outside and they walk up to what is just like a very random like arch with giant pillars. That's like yeah, it was like a, the lawn, some kind of Greek architecture. That it they was had very strange. <laughs> so he he walks past or through the arch or whatever yeah, property it is. line. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically the property line and he disappears and she is not scared enough no she runs back to the house and he's sitting on the stairs eating an apple and says do you believe me now and she says yeah but if you think i'm leaving now you really are nuts and i wrote this is fair like yeah "Yeah, of course i'm staying now i gotta figure this shit out so she's like we gotta figure out why you're a ghost here and what this curse is Uh, because apparently he's like i don't know why this happens it's a curse that there's no explanation of of why this happens ever. Like, there's a real quick reach with 12 days that he was gone. But what does that have to? <laughs> I mean, they do use a word at the very end to describe what it is. And I just feel like that's not enough. You can't just call anything a miracle. Yeah, like there still needs to be like who performed the miracle. Yeah. Why did they do it, etc. It just make this this movie just was so ridiculous. So we yeah. get a little bit of his backstory. Mm-hmm. We find out 
He was a bootlegger. His brother was Charles. Mm-hmm. And his brother wanted to sell the inn. They own the inn. Yeah, they inherited it when their parents died. And the brother wanted to sell it. He also had a cousin named Harry who was like, hey, I'm a I'm a bootlegger. And I know some of these real rough guys up in Montreal, like, <laughs> come yeah. on and do a run. Um, then we meet Lily, who is the chick that he was engaged to back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they were a thing until she cheated on him with his brother. That is what he believes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is so upset. <sighs> so, then- yes, he believes that they they were together because he, those are the people he saw on the porch right before he died. Mm hmm. Now, he doesn't remember that. And so I don't like that we saw him see them and then get killed at the very beginning of the movie. Like, we shouldn't know that if he doesn't know it yet. Right. Because as you're watching the movie, you're just assuming that he knows. And then he's like, I have no idea what happened. And then he sees it in a flashback again. Yeah. I didn't like it. That's that's a lot of things I didn't like. Um, At this point... Kate is hearing spooky whispers mm-hmm. that are not coming from Daniel. She seems very scared by this, which I didn't understand because you're conversing with the ghost on a daily basis at this point. Like, you know, yeah. there are ghosts. I mean, I think what the difference is, is that Daniel is hot. Mm-hmm. And... For whatever reason, the vibe she's getting off of him is not, I'm going to hurt you. But the other ghostly things are like ominous whooshing sounds. And so Get that does out. feel dangerous. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so um, Daniel stays in the room with her when she's sleeping. Mm, that's a little later on. Okay, yes, it is. But he she does. puts a chair in front of the door this night. And then he has a flashback to Charles finding out about the bootlegging. Mm-hmm. And that Charles is also in love with Lily or has a crush on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daniel goes off on the cousin for blabbing to the brother. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then she finds him the next morning shirtless, ironing his shirt with Iron- like... Not even, like, taking advantage of the fact that it's now 2016 or whatever. And, like, like wow, look at this. I'm plugging this iron into the wall. And then it heats up. He's using, like, the old one. Yeah. That he had to, like, heat in a fire or whatever, I assume. How did you heat those up? Over coals. Hot <laughs> fire coals. I don't know. Um, She tells him, like, Hey, knock it off with all the door banging. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not me. They go downstairs and Rafferty is down there with a woman named Molly Bell. And we learn that she's recently divorced. Yeah. We learned that pretty quickly. Yes, we sure do. (laughs) Um, It's like the second thing she says. Um, Or maybe even the first. Molly Bell recently divorced. Yeah. (laughs) 
actually that I think is what she says. I know. Cause he says maybe like Molly, some other last name. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, not any. Of <laughs> so Kate like says hi, like a normal person. And Daniel just storms past them. And I did think it was really funny that Kate said, sorry about my friend. He's weird. <laughs> He's weird. <laughs> She just tells it like it is. Sorry about my friend. We just had really bad sex. (laughs) (laughs) He's not happy. That's what she should have said. So Molly is there because she owns the the pub in town. Mm -hmm. And the pipes burst. And so boy Rafferty was just really wondering if we could open the tavern here for Christmas. For some Christmas party thing that is going to happen yes and daniel's like no absolutely fucking not (laughs) so kate takes him to another room and i literally think she calls him deej dj yeah she calls him dj and he gets really mad because he's like that's not even a fucking name like he's more offended by the fact that she calls him dj i could not figure out why but i did just remember that we learned his middle name is jacob okay yeah i had a really hard time following (laughs) and then we all of a sudden pivot to him being like you know what the only bartender I trust is myself. And so why don't you bring some friends over tonight and I will bartend an evening with drinks for you. Yeah. He does such a 180, literally from what? no one can ever come in here to unless it's to party. <laughs> like what? It was so weird. You're not getting paid for this or anything. Like, why would you spend? You're trying to figure out who killed you. Like, and you're, you're like, taking nobody an evening. makes a drink better than me. And it's <laughs> more important than anything that I prove this to you, a woman I've never met. Oh my God. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and then her boss calls her. He's like, uh-uh. Hey, get that, get that appraisal right now. Like <laughs> her boss made me crazy yeah he was he was nuts um there's a little romance brewing between Rafferty and Molly this evening at the mm-hmm. party um and then we get the hot gaz from Molly oh she she's got all it. the tea she spills it that what is it Bridget uh Charles and Lily married only a month after Daniel died and then Lily had a baby and she died a few days after the baby was born mm-hmm. is that right yep there were rumors though that it was Daniel's baby and it was mm-hmm. a sham marriage Daniel yes. is like pissed he doesn't he doesn't know a lot of this <laughs> And he's pissed and he's like, God damn it, Kate. This is like my life. He's like, I'm, he goes, I'm real. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore. So we see another flashback where Lily is confronting Daniel about the bootlegging, which Charles told her about because he's a real tattletale. Mm-hmm. And um, Daniel tells her, okay, I won't go, which was a lie. Yeah. And, and Kate then, loses her mind. K- 
Kate cannot deal. Oh, so you go and leave your pregnant fiance while you go do an illegal booze run? Like, you're a fucking liar. You deserve to burn in hell. She, yeah, she literally is like, well, you're a piece of trash. Maybe Lily killed you and I wouldn't blame her because you suck. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting. They're not happy with each other. No, and he's like, get out. Mm-hmm. He then see he sees Lily's ghost. So Lily just pops up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate talks to Rafferty in the kitchen about like how she feels bad that she blew up at him. And she says, I forgot to think about this as real life because Daniel seems so alive. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> doesn't make any sense that doesn't him seeming make... super alive would make it seem the most like real life yeah oh jesus yikes kate then gets closed in a room locked in a room by mm. one of the bad spirits um <laughs> there's things jingling swinging around the spooky ghost is like get out <laughs> and then she screams and then daniel busts in and he's like, I was, it wasn't me. I promised. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay, so there are two ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like really believes him right away. It seems more like with the character she is, she'd be like, well, I don't know that you don't have special powers to throw your ghost when yeah. you're in the other room. I mean, like you can like walk through doors and shit. Can he like, s- I mean, can he do any of that shit when he's in this form? I don't Can think you walk so. through a wall. I mean, that would piss me off if I was like a ghost. And then for 12 days a year, I I would have to come back, but I couldn't have any of my cool ghost powers at all. I would just be a fucking human again. It really like. It doesn't make any sense, because if he is a ghost the rest of the time, which why wouldn't he be right how does he not seen Lily or Harry or Charles who all seemingly died at the house? Cause yes. why would their ghosts be there? Yes. I don't understand. He should have like seen Lily 95 years. Yeah, It's ago. been 95 years. You come back. Oh. Like even if he wasn't a ghost and only came back. For the the 12 days every year, you're still going to get some kind of scoop somewhere. I mean, they explain it away by him being like, I forbid Harry from telling me anything else. Except that Charles and Lily got married or whatever. No, that is true. You're right. You're right. But that's not okay. Your curiosity would get the better of you about three years in. Right. You'd be like, you know what? Just tell me. I gotta know. Yeah, if it stops me coming back here and being a pissed off presence in this house, which apparently I am sour he is a grouch. <laughs> um, they go and get a Christmas tree. Well, Kate goes and gets a Christmas tree because mm-hmm. he can't leave the property. And when she comes back, he goes, a fir tree is atop your auto. And I thought it was <laughs> so funny the way he said it. <laughs> There were some moments where his accent really tried to bust through. And what it, is it? He's from Quebec, so he has like a French. Oh, really? Yeah. It was mostly when he was like getting worked up and yelling. Hmm. I didn't even notice. 
Um, Wasn't paying too close of attention. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then we get Kate spilling about her shitty love life to him. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's like a connection happening with her and a ghost. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely Mom, I starting met, to feel some feeling. Mom, I met this really great guy. A uh, couple things, though. He is a ghost. <laughs> also, he can't leave the house he's in. So we'll have to have oop, dinners over with him. Um, but he's really nice. He's really good looking. Only available for like 12 days a year, though. So... <laughs> <laughs> We do probably need to schedule this pretty far in advance because he's got a lot of stuff going on. So earlier in this movie, Kate says that one of her previous boyfriends told her she needed to go to how to love boot camp or something. And she says, quote, because of my childhood. And then in this scene, she tells Daniel she doesn't think she knows how to be in love because her parents divorced when she was young. <laughs> her parents got divorced. I'm not saying that's not traumatic, but like because yeah. of my childhood. And she was like, I was just collat- I was just some collateral damage or something. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So ridiculous. And then he says to her, I I think you have great capacity for love. <laughs> Which is the thing we all would need to hear. And then this like, okay, so they go from just like sharing these little details to big leap by Kate where she says, hey, if we can't figure this curse out and nothing changes, I'll make sure you always have a tree for Christmas. That's a big promise to make to a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. She gets even crazier later on. That's true. It was just nuts. It was nuts. So he's camping out in front of her door that night. This Mm -hmm. is when he's trying to protect her from the other ghosty that they don't know who it is. He would know who it is. Um, He's remembering he was hit in the back of the head. It's the Mm -hmm. first time he's remembered. And then Kate, next day, gets a call from her boss again. Kate, I need you back, Boston. Now, right now. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, so she has to leave, but she promises to come back and Daniel gives her his pocket watch and says, it doesn't open. (laughs) But I hope it'll keep you from forgetting about me. The ghost who's alive. (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget about me. The craziest thing that's ever happened in your life. Me. Yeah. And then he was worried the pocket watch wouldn't even make it over the property line. Mm -hmm. It might vanish just like he did. I don't think Kate understands the concept of free time because she is acting as if she has been banned from this property. Um, You can just go on a weekend Mm -hmm. like or after work one day. I mean, you can go do stuff. Um, that's not work related. You're allowed to do things, Kate. Nope, like, it's work or no work. It was as just we will soon find out. So weird. And then Daniel, <laughs> Daniel 
sets up a meeting with the original appraiser who ran out terrified. Mm -hmm. Daniel calls him on a phone, sets him up to come back and do his appraisal. And the dude just waltzes in the door and says nothing about what happened last time. Like, well, he doesn't know Daniel's a ghost. I know, but wouldn't you still be like, man, last time I was here, like, I guess that's true. Yes. Yes. I, I will need someone to walk through the house with me the entire time. So I feel safe. Yeah. It was just like, okay. So you had this very traumatic, frightful scare and you're going right back to where it happened. Like, and not, and not you don't, you don't seem to be worried about it at all. <laughs> just so weird it's just so so weird another thing that is absolutely insane is that back at the office oliver starts giving kate shit for not having finished the task that he sent her there to do and her response is literally like well i'm trying to cross over a ghost and it's a lot of work (laughs) why would you say that to your boss but she there are several times in her conversations with him that she mentions the ghost Mm -hmm. and he seems to think that is completely normal conversation. Like he's not like he tells her, you should just say you've been skiing. Like you're being crazy, but to protect yourself, just don't tell anyone else this stuff and I'll keep it between us. It was just, yeah, it was just weird. So, it's all very sad at the house. Daniel's lonely, walking through the snow, mm-hmm. comes inside. Kate's playing the piano. Kate is apparently a gifted pianist. <laughs> Who knew? Yep. <laughs> playing the same song that he was playing the first time she walked in on him playing. The, the 12 piano. fucking days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. What a reach. For I, some re- said, I know. Like, they- why? <laughs> They keep using this. They were like, oh, he was gone bootlegging for 12 days. Mm-hmm. Those are the di- the 12 days that he, it's like, why that though is so stupid and it makes no sense. Yeah. That song is just about getting gifts. Right. Is it about, are we all supposed to know another meaning behind the 12 days of Christmas that mm-hmm. like you and I just somehow don't know? I don't think so. I don't, I don't fucking know. She gives, um, she gives Daniel a birth certificate that she found that shows Mm -hmm. the baby that was born was his and he was listed as the father. Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't know why that was such a scandal for so long when it was just very obvious on the birth certificate that you could just go get. And if they, why did they even get married then? Her and Charles, because somehow in that time period, it would have gotten out that Daniel's name was on the birth certificate. Well, maybe just because that was back in the when, like you cannot have like a baby of like, if you guess so, you know, if you have someone willing to, step up and take care of that child that isn't his that's amazing 
child, child. So the party's on. There's big hoopla. Everyone's having a great time. She gives his pocket watch back to him and it opens. And then he reads his name out loud. And he's like, it's been a long time since I've seen that. What? I don't know how to write. So (laughs) (laughs) now (laughs) at the dance, this made me laugh so hard. This is my favorite thing. When they close caption, just throw away, throw away lines that people are saying because they're going to be in the background of a shot. Rafferty says to two teenage boys, that's it. That's all you do. It's incredible. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? I have to know. You just put your dick in the hole. That's it. That's it's, all you do. It's, it's incredible. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What could he have been talking about? So he oh should have God. like a spinoff movie series, <laughs> but several. And it's like a new thing that you just do. And it's incredible (laughs) every week. And he teaches you how to do new things, experiences, new things. Rafferty's roundup. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) Um, I loved her whole look for this party. She had a very pretty dress dress on. Yes. Um, they go downstairs and they dance and it gets like, all oh, they're gazing into each other's eyes and then it goes slow-mo and then the sheriff cuts in. <laughs> hey guy, who are you? You don't know this woman. You've been shitty to her and suggested she had a brain injury no, when there was a man in her house. <laughs> let's not, let's not. And you're like 30 years older than her. Yeah. And she just kind of like solemnly turns around. You can say no. I know. It's so stupid. So then Daniel goes off in the corner and he's just standing there waiting for her to be done dancing with Sheriff Joe. And now he sees Lily, the ghost of Lily and the ghost of his brother, Charles, having a fight. Um about it was the night that he died right it was the night he died and charles is like oh i told you he wouldn't be back lemons don't change their spots you hear that song 12 <laughs> days that's how long he's been working with harry and lying to you <laughs> what you hear that song so 12 days stupid so this is when he's seeing them on the porch and she's like, I know he'll come back. I believe. Blah, blah, blah. And then we see Harry. It was Harry, his cousin, Harry. Harry. Fucking and then evil face. Harry walks through a wall downstairs and Daniel just instinctively runs upstairs. Mm. What? He went in the next room. Anyway, he's like, Harry, Harry, I know. And Kate follows him up there. We find out that Harry killed him because the guy who was in charge of the bootlegging thing, Conrad LaBelle. Yeah, he was like a gangster, a Montreal gangster. (laughs) He said that he 
was worried that Daniel was going to snitch. So Harry had to kill him or Conrad would kill Harry's family, including his baby daughter, Henrietta, who was the woman who died at the beginning of this movie and set off the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get a bigger reaction. <laughs> I was just proud of them for bringing it all around to something that was connected. But then they're like buddies again. Cousins the forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is my notes. Daniel anchors Harry in this place. Harry isn't why Daniel is here. It's not a curse. It's Lily's miracle. <laughs> I wrote Daniel immediately. <laughs> Daniel immediately kills Harry. No. Ha ha ha. He forgives him and Harry crosses over. What did I write? Daniel immediately kills him. <laughs> Just some editing as I go through the movie. He should have murdered that ghost. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So they they go downstairs and they're like, I wonder why you didn't cross over. Cause we thought if you just figured out why you were here, you would cross over, but he didn't figure out why he was here. Um, and she like loses her mind again. And she's like, it would break my heart if you left. I don't want you to move on. All I want is you. I'll wait here for you every year. <laughs> like calm down lady. It was insane. I will sacrifice my entire life for 50 days with you. What? Like insane. You are a maniac. This is a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) But then is he a ghost? Because he should have turned back, right? Like, yeah, the clock strikes midnight and he's still there and Lily shows up and she's like, you're free of this place now and holds out her hand. And you're like, wait, what? Why? And they walk out and she's like going to walk through the little archway property line thing. And she tells him, it's your choice. You can stay or you can come with me. And she goes away and disappears. And then we don't see him. We just see him really thinking very hard and staring at the ground. So <laughs> no, why, why? Bridget, Lily's, I don't know. Lily's love just like created this miracle where he's a human person again. I don't know. I don't know. And then when him and Kate are like together at the end, he was like, she says, like, how, why did you not change back? Um, something, just something, wanting something. to. And he goes, <laughs> he was like, I, I need more. 12 days isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you're telling me you can just control this now? Why didn't you can, like, why didn't you There's, use that earlier? If you can control when you can go back and forth, why don't you just not do it? <laughs> like, Lily should have made a wish for him to just be happy or something. You know what I mean? Like a wish coming true makes sense to me in Mm -hmm. the plot of a movie, as opposed to just, I just wanted it real bad. 
And so now I'm a human, not a ghost. I don't get it. So was he going to... It was so stupid. It was so dumb. Oh, and then Rafferty and Molly buy the inn together. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Kate quit her job. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, my so, God, I didn't even... So she... I wasn't um, paying attention, I think. Before she comes back to the inn, Oliver's like, uh, the inn has been appraised. We can sell it now. You don't need to go there. Your job is done. And I need you here Christmas Eve because I'm going to announce your promotion. And then she's at the house. And we learn um, here that she quit because she she says something about like not working together anymore or something. Um, and he like apologizes, but I don't think she's going to go back there. She lives at the inn now. What is she going to do at the inn? Be an inn lawyer. I don't know. <laughs> that was the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, she goes outside in the morning and he's walking in from the woods. Where did he go? I guess he just went for a long walk because he could. Maybe it's fun to just like go back and forth over the property line and like vanish and then yeah, come back I guess and vanish. That would be That's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> he um I again he had a great coat scarf hat combo on. He, mm-hmm. he was modeling for a winter catalog. Yeah. They kiss a lot at the end. Yep. Real dumb. <sighs> yeah, and it's um, not answered what he is. No. You don't know if he's a ghost. You don't know if he's a, a human forever now. If that's the case, how the fuck does that work? I mean. I think that's the case, and I have no idea how that works. Uh, Yeah, don't worry about this guy. He was alive at one point. Was dead for 95 years. And now he's back, baby. (laughs) And there are pictures of him from 95 years ago looking exactly the same. Hey, you know mine. It it just makes no sense. I guess they could have just been like, it was his great-great-grandfather or something. Makes no sense. It was so silly. It was so silly. Mm. I can't wait to get back to good old crazy lifetime movies oh and i can't wait either but i did find out where the 12 days of christmas came from or okay. what they are this is from vox.com the 12 days of christmas is the period in christian theology that marks the span between the birth of christ and the coming of the magi the three wise men oh it begins on december 5th and runs through january 6th well, that so, is a lot more than 12 days. Well, the 25th through the 6th. So it's after Christmas. Is oh, wait, I thought, I'm sorry. From. I thought you said the 12th. For some reason, I, yeah, sorry. Um, but it starts, yeah, like the day of Christmas. So that's weird. Why have we changed that? The 12 Days of Christmas is also a Christmas carol in which the singer brags about all the cool gifts they receive from their true love. Is that really what it's? (laughs) Yeah. Look what I got. (laughs) Um, A partridge and a pear tree. Can you believe? (laughs) It would suck to get most of those gifts. We don't like birds. We're not bird people. 
Eight Lords of Leaping? Get out of here. I got no. stuff to do, guys. Yeah, I don't need a bunch of little acrobats flipping around my front yard. Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't need cows. I don't need milk. I can just go to the no. store. Mm-hmm. Eight maids of milking is a lot of milk. Like, you know what I would take, though? Some five golden rings. But then I'd sell them. Yeah, baby. You only need one gold ring. Who needs five? Who needs five? David Rose. Well, I give this movie big, fat, stupid. Out of five stars, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two. <laughs> give it a two stars. Um, OK, I'm going to show you before we go how much this. Man oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. Look like at him. No beard. This is like a real mutt from Shit's Creek situation because with beard, a hubba hubba ding ding, no beard. So sorry, we do have well, to. I mean, up. but also to look at his hair in that one oh, picture. Yeah. Oh That's, yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Oh, uh, by the way, have you been watching White Lotus? Did I tell you to watch White Lotus? No, I don't even know what it is. It's on HBO. Okay. It is like a dark comedy. And it's very awesome, and the cast is great. Uh, it's like three three episodes in. Uh, I love it very, very much. And right. I think you would like it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Very nice. It's excellent. It's excellent. I want you to see it so that I can get your opinion on what's going on. All right. All right, cool. Well, we'll be back uh, with another episode next week where we will review good old fashioned crazy bitches. Yes, I'm looking forward to drinking a, a lot day. of wine and being in a big house. Although <laughs> this did have this did have alcohol and a big house. So it's true. I had a cocktail go. I've never heard of called the and murder. Pancake. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know. I wonder <laughs> what that is. We should have it. That's true. I'm going to look it up. I did think that was funny when that lady was like, you're a very good bartender. This is quite a hanky bang. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to make a Singapore sling? Oh my God, like such 70s fucking like British cocktail yes. names. I love them yes. so much. Did you find hanky panky? Did I find it? Like oh, yeah. I thought is. you said you were looking it up. Oh, yes. I mean, I didn't, but I'm going to now because it's important. And then after this, guys, we'll, we'll and we're taken <laughs> off. Ooh, I don't Ooh. think this sounds good. It is gin, vermouth, two dashes of Fernet Branca. What's Fernet Branca? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. Mm-mm. Oh. It's an an Italian bitter. Mm. Bitters. Bitters. Okay. Well, not for me. Nope. Doesn't sound great. Uh, <laughs> Molly loves him, though. So we will be back. Uh, have a good week, everyone. And um, don't go. Don't kill fuck your- ghosts. Yeah. Don't kill your cousins. Don't fuck ghosts. And I mean, it's probably best to not get involved in a long term relationship. <laughs> don't get emotionally attached, especially after you fuck them, because then it's just going to get even weirder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
All right. Well, see you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.